Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. My name is Mara, and I thank you for joining me today, and I thank you to those of you who listen through the archives, and I guess this is broadcast at other times, and I appreciate all listeners. I wanted to give you the call-in number. It is 646-595-3584. Once again, 646-595-3584. I I did go to Blog Talk University to learn how to answer calls, but I'm not the world's quickest one on the dime for seeing that, particularly if we're in the middle of a meditation Because believe it or not, for the most part, I do meditate with you. Sometimes I glance over at the chat, but for the most part, I meditate with you and I tend to meditate with my eyes closed rather than wide open. So please, folks, bear with my humanity and trust that I will see you and I will respond. Uh, And that includes if you leave the, the chat room before I get a chance, please know that there will be a response and it will always, always be uh, positive and thanking you for joining me and for sharing your thoughts with me. Everything that any of you say helps me grow as a person, helps the show grow, and ideally as I grow and the show grows, so do we all. I am a bit somber Today, um, I think that anyone who turns on the television, looks at the internet, or just exists has heard about the tragedy that occurred in Connecticut. And it interests me because people are rushing for what I consider to be quick fixes. People are rushing to control guns. I don't know. I have to tell you, I'm sure that having guns, not having guns so easily accessible would be easier, but I have to tell you one of the most loving individuals I know, my grandson, or my grandson, I say that all the time, I don't know why, my nephew, uh, David, is one of the gentlest, most loving men I've ever met in my life. So uh, a lot of people are running to say we need to have heightened uh, sensitivity to people who are mentally ill. And, And folks, I have a simpler, simpler feeling about this. My eyes, like your eyes, are teared up. I am deeply troubled not only by Connecticut but by Colorado and by all of the other places that are going on around us this year. One may be more present in the media's eye, but the reality is that we as a society would not be harming each other if we could learn to teach love better. Unconditional love better. I recall when my grandchildren uh, were very young in third, fourth, fifth grade. Yes, they did track the grades just like that, just about. Um, I, uh, my, my daughter was um, preparing to go into the military and get her nursing degree and so on. And so she was very busy in school and my grandchildren were with me. 
And I would get complaints from the teachers because they hugged too much. I'm staying silent sometimes for just the moment of that they hugged too much. This last summer, my oldest granddaughter, who is now a young adult woman, wrote to me and said, her other grandma said that we say, I love you too much. My friends, I'm here to tell you today that there is no such thing as loving too much. There is such a thing as enabling. There is such a thing as overlooking negative behavior. But that's not loving too much. If you overlook negative, destructive behavior, you are not loving. You are enabling. You're not loving the organism as a whole, all that is. You are loving a being, one single being more than all that is. There are ways in love to correct thinking without destroying a person's self-worth, without destroying a person's sense of worth. Frankly, enabling bad behavior, negative behavior, non um non-gelling behavior, behavior that does not keep society intact, behavior that's contrary. Enabling that behavior does not enable a person's self-worth. Necessarily. The bottom line is we live on this planet together. And we need to learn to value each other. That seems to have lost style. We ignore the fact that our children sit in front of computers and television sets, giant television sets, playing war games to the point where they are desensitized to death. They are desensitized to physical harm. They don't even get it in their heads. They don't get it in their heads. And today's program is about the one gift that God gives to each of us, the present God gives to us right now, and that is unconditional love. We need to learn to help people experience the downside of what they've done and grow in a positive direction. I am not saying to you that I have been a perfect parent nor I have been a perfect model of that. There have been times I too have enabled. There have been times I too turned my eye away because it was harder to deal with the truth of what I was seeing than to act like I was not seeing it. But we are all in this game together. And even if we outlaw guns or leave them only with a few, then outlaws will have guns. And believe me, outlaws will figure out a way to have guns. 
And even if we lock up all of those that we believe are mentally ill, who knows how many of us would get captured in that raid. In the end, there would still be people using guns because somehow we as a society are not dealing with that at a base level in our homes, with our families. We are not teaching respect for each other. We have a bunch of injured people walking around. The other day I was in the grocery store and I there was a young lady looking at something. I'm not even quite sure what she was looking at. I reached up to get something that was within her vision and, and she took umbrage at my doing that. Now I thought I said excuse me, but but I don't know, I can't say. And of course, I tried to calm her and say, I'm terribly sorry. No harm was intended. But folks, what's going on in that person's life? How loved do they feel? If they take umbrage because someone reaches for some dip in a line of long line of dips. I am speechless today. I debated having a radio program at all because I am so sad. And yet today of all days is the day that we need to join our minds together and send love to others. And it is the day when we need to look inside ourselves and ask, am I enabling? And how do I not enable? I am not a psychologist. I am not one of those codependency writers. I have to tell you, it to me, it's just plain and simple. You let people live the consequences of their decisions. You don't ratify the bad behavior by minimizing it. Now, I don't know if that's written in a book anymore, anywhere, at all. But I do know that each of us as loving beings do not also want to be enabling beings. We need to have this balance within us. And I think that that is where this judgment of God comes from. I think that that's where the idea of God as a judging parent, whatever sex you want to attribute to God, comes from. Because somehow, and we're going to talk about this the next time after the New Year, uh, is, is it because of God that you do right things because you're afraid of punishment? Or do you do right things because it's the right thing to do? Maybe if we could redirect our thinking less from God as a punishing being and more to God as a connection between all of us flowing through each and every one of us as spiritual beings. And that by our behavior, we are reflecting our spirit, our unity of spirit, 
our God and love. And maybe if we can learn to begin to teach that kind of thinking, maybe if we can help to nurture then we will still be faced with nature. It is terrible incidents like that that happened in Connecticut that wake people up for a moment, momentarily. They come out of the Maya that that they think everything is okay. And they recognize for a moment there needs to be a fix. But without fail, they look for the most immediate band-aid fix there is. And there is no doubt that a gun harmed unnecessarily and incomprehensibly. No one can make sense of this because it does not make sense. There is no doubt that that young man was deeply disturbed. Whether he was desensitized to uh, life and death, whether he felt uh, that someone had wronged him and he wanted to get even, no matter what, he was diseased. He was not at ease. He was disturbed. And each of us has a role in helping other people to know that they are enough and helping them to understand the value that they bring. But we cannot change the nature of everyone. And so we are at times going to have a discordant note. And when we reach those times, we need to believe, to be able to believe, that we as a species, we as beings, we as spiritual beings, are nurturing one another not judging and segregating and evaluating one another. Nurturing. Unconditional love and nurturing. And that is the society's job. It takes, what do they say? It takes a village. It takes a village. That's part of each and every one of us and what we do and how we do it. Do you take a name from the Christmas tree for the kids who don't have gifts? Do you draw presents off for Toys or Tots? Do you uh, reach out and be part of Big Brothers or Big Sisters? Do you mentor? I'm getting a list of things that I need to do more of or I need to do it all. How about you? And we consider ourselves loving beings. If we didn't, we wouldn't be here collectively joining our consciousness in an effort to change the noon sphere. The mem. I need to look that up. If one of you know how to say M-E-M-E, please send me a note and let me know. 
um, go ahead and send it to mkwlawfirm at aol.com. How do you say that word? But we need to change the way people think. We need to start changing this idea that God expects us to judge one another and that God is judging one another, each of us, as worthy and unworthy, as being righteous and not being and unrighteous, as being deserving and undeserving, as being enough and not enough. We need to begin to look at ourselves as a collective entity that God is through all of us and that each of us, as I said earlier, is a manifestation of a spiritual being that at its core is love. And as we sit in grief today meditating, our first meditation today, please, Let us focus on sending love. And we will be expanding that same meditation throughout the day, throughout the morning. There are times when there is nothing to do but meditate. And meditating and joining our consciousness together will begin the process of sending energy around this planet if we believe it. Because we are not the only place that is having catastrophes of the human spirit that are having giant lessons that are designed, if not designed, certainly have the effect of making us wake up. This is 2013. This planet has been in existence for thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of years. Tribalism, in one form or another, has provoked wars, genocide, and still we are here, and still we are tribalistic. We may define our tribes a little more magnanimously now because we've expanded our vision. And so where it used to be that a tribe might be just a group of people who could see each other and know one another, and those who were away from that group were not part of the in-group, therefore they were the them. Because of mass transit and transportation and automobiles and everything else, we've now expanded our ideas. And so we don't go just within the 10-mile radius or the 5-mile radius. Now we can go thousands of miles. But we still have our tribes at its core. And we then have tribes defined by religions. I think that... Christ and Muhammad and Buddha would turn, and every other religious, Buddha is a philosophical leader, not so much religion, but every other being that has tried to lead people to peace would be turning over in their proverbial graves right now. And how their message is being perverted and how people are seeking to heighten them 
above all that is. And they would be saddened. Because people are using their messages to create and develop tribalism that is not what they were about. They were about what this program is about today, love. Love. So let us begin first with Aniles, be still thy soul. And I would, uh, as always, encourage you to um, get your spot ready. Let's take a second, just a second, and clear our breath, breathing together three times before we ever do anything more. And as you breathe in, breathe in, I am loved. Pulling that breath up from the soles of your feet because there is such a distance between your feet and your lungs. And don't focus or concentrate on holding your breath, but instead take in sips of breath as you move through this process so that your breath is growing and your ability to breathe deeply is growing. And as you pull in that breath, think, I am loved. Coming up the front of your calves, up your thighs, crossing your thighs to your tailbone. And now you are going to ignite the divining rod, the connector of all that is to you. And your spirit is going to come up and awaken as you breathe fearless breath into your spine. You're going to move next into the the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity, and you're going to pull forward creative breath. So as you enter the zone of healing, and today we're going to spend just a moment there as we're taking these three deep breaths together, I want you to create a fearless, loving, healing energy. Today I want you to infuse every aspect of your breath with love. And we're going to start first with healing you. Who you were yesterday does not determine who you are now. You are enough right now. Let go of the idea. Heal yourself of your expectations of others. Allow them to be who they are. That itself will begin to quell any enabling within you. Let go of others' expectations of who you need to be. And just be who you are. And in this moment, you are fresh. You have healed your body of all of the discord that is within it. 
all of the dis-ease and you are fresh now in the present. You have opened the present from God. And now let us pull that lovingly infused breath that is fearless, creative healing. And we're going to come now to the heart chakra. And as you sit in the heart chakra, allow your shoulders to square and be thrust back and send out a huge pillar of love. A love of all that is. A love of all who are. And it is that love that we are going to be sending forth. A love that is fearless, creative, healing. And we're going to focus on that love in our meditation today. Now pull that fearless, creative, healing, loving breath up. And you're going to come to the throat chakra. To me, the zone of words. zone of unloving, unkind, preaching, the zone of loving, unkind manipulations, and each of us have engaged in such conduct on some level or another, and right now we're going to cleanse your throat chakra, and whatever has happened is done. And from today forward, you are free of the past. Infusing your throat chakra with loving, kind words. Forgiving yourself and others. Now pull your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving and kind worded breath up as you come to the zone of manifestation that is where you will rest you will rest in that zone during the meditation and you will send out an image of a world where people are willing to listen to one another without judgment and are willing to guide without ridicule and are willing to uplift that which should be uplifted and gently explain why that which should not be uplifted cannot be. And when we come to someone whose nature cannot be guided in love, we learn to develop a way to nonetheless treat that being in love separate. And now pulling your breath up forward, up further, further, further to the top of your head. Act as though the top of your head lifts open and allow your breath to be infused with the breath of God. Of all of us, collectively, 
every spirit throughout the universe is right now willing to join in your breath and is a part of you. And every being on this planet is a part of you. And it is that realization that can soften our attitudes and our judgments. Now, that was one very long breath, eight-minute breath. We're going to do two other breaths before we go into our meditation with an ILB still thy soul. And those, each of those breaths will be normal breaths of about a minute each. And I will ask you, as you finish your second breath, to reach out and take the hand of God as you know God to be. And I think you may be surprised at what grips you back. A gentle, loving hand, supportive of your exercising your free will in love. And then reach out on your second breath, which is really your third, Reach out and take the hand of your neighbor's God and leave space in our circle for others to join us as we expand the circle in love and we begin the process of sending love to the universe. Joining our hands together as our eyes tear up today in realization that unloving behavior begets unloving behavior and that we are all part of a world together. As you sit and listen to Aniles, be still my soul. Please, With each breath, stop at the zone of manifestation and let us together manifest a world that acts in love toward one another. Let us imagine as we go forth our love beginning to spread around the world and we are changing the noon sphere, the mimic. And let us begin, Aniles, be still thy soul, three minutes and 40 seconds.
And now sitting in this circle where we are human being God, human being God, human being God, let us turn and look past God to the next human being in the circle. And there are hundreds of us here, hundreds. And let us say out loud, God loves you. And turn to the other side and say, God loves you. And as the belief that we are loved begins to echo around our circle of love, it becomes so immense. The sound so loud, because there are so many of us here, that it is like an echo of thunder in the sky, reminding us that we are loved. reminding us that we are valuable. And now, for a moment, just a moment, allow all of us human spirits to go into the inner circle as the gods around us, each one of our versions of gods, form a circle around us a circle of love. And let us reach out and hug one another. Although that is figurative, it is real if we create the energy of us being a source of light and each one of us joining together into a beautiful, soul-driven light. And now we are going to take that light and begin a very long meditation, sending that light around the world. See it in your mind's eye. See yourself hugging these hundreds of people who are joining us to hear this program. And now we are all we would rival some of the largest churches in the world. But we aren't a church. We believe in only one thing, that each one of us is a valuable human being that is loved unconditionally. And now, here in this moment, let us Unwrap the present and bask in the glory of being loved. And let us send out that energy to all around us. There is a song that is from the Firing the Grid that I'm going to play. It does have music in it. But I'm going to play it because the tonality echoes with our spirits. It is like a choir of angels reminding us that we are spiritual beings on a walk through life. Spiritual beings here 
to experience and show love. Here to inspire and teach love. Here to awaken the consciousness of mankind and change the noon sphere of tribalism that has driven this world forever to a recognition of our oneness, that our combined familial union as spirits of one being all that is. which is beyond our comprehension, but is certainly a being of unconditional love. Not judgment, but love. Basking in the light, let us listen to heaven and earth spirits within our reach as I do a guided meditation. Feel the connection one to the other. As we are in our circle of love, hands now joined, hundreds of people holding hands, circled by love, by the spirit of all that is. I invite Muhammad to join the circle. I invite the spirit of Jesus to join the circle. I invite the spirit of Buddha and all religious, all spiritual leaders to join this circle of love, to be now in the present with us, because that is their message. Be in the be love, show love, feel love, let go of fear in one another enough to inspire, feel the presence of hundreds and the energy they bring to our circle. As the circle grows in light, and the light begins to encompass the world. Breathe in. 
I am Feel the joy of knowing that all that is has your back, that you are protected in love, that you are strong, that no ridicule can stop your heart, that nothing can make you less than you are, and you are enough. And if exercising your free will, you step off the track of love by being here in this circle and feeling protection of all that is around you, the love of all that is, and knowing that you are a part of it, you will remember where you left your peace, your love, and you will step back We move on. It is nothing that you did that defines who. It is who I am. That we lost. The rest is stuck. And I am is in the present. Stay together.
We are changing the very thinking of the world by our actions. Sending the thoughts of love or Feeling the presence of collective all that is circling up. Remind during these whole times that lost the way. The glory of those who have come before Jesus. Buddha and all others guiding and joining the God loves us unconditionally. There is nothing that needs to take us away from this moment of love if we choose to stay And if we sidestep away, will be waiting because there is nothing it's like feeling the unity we have with each other we are to make a difference and our efforts are pretty And now I'm going to slip into Sky Scent by Anaya, which has the tones that will resonate within you as we move forward. Feel these tones reminding you of love. Feel the energy reverberating around our circle. We, together and separately, are spiritual beings. We can make a difference. We can show love. We can change the thinking. Out, I am a spiritual actor. I 
乐。I'm a spiritual actor. Feel the presence of God around you, collective, all that is love. I sent by a Nile, my friends. It's a beautiful song. I encourage you to uh, download it uh, and listen to it because we are doing what we are doing for this planet. 
we are joined together today for this planet. We are breathing because we are a source of light. We are breathing with God because we are enough. We are enough to be part of a circle encircled by all that is. To be people who are dedicating their free will to showing love, to curtailing the critiques and judgments of others. We are moving into a holy season that seems to be predominated with gifts and showing love for one another, but we tend to keep the family very close. Let us expand our thinking over the next two weeks and have our families be the family of all mankind. Let us spend time in meditation sending love to all mankind. Let us remember the rarefied air that we have been breathing today, one with the other, and know that we are always encircled by love. Let us recognize our spirits as one together, creating a new sphere of love, of caring, of gentle spirit. And let us recognize and believe we are spiritual beings on a spiritual journey. And together, we can undo the effects of tribalism and free will that has allowed our society to become so violent, our world to become so violent, that there are even some who think this is what we're about in order to gain the favor of love. When I am here to tell you the favor of love is here now in the present. As we sit in this circle or stand in this circle, however you're doing it, amidst the likes of Mohammed, Buddha, Confucius, Jesus, and all spirit leaders who have told us the way is love. Let us be love throughout this next two weeks. Let us expand our giving from gifts and material things to love and spirit. Let us reach out to say hello to people we may never even normally notice. Bad sentence. Let us reach out and say hello to those that we normally might walk by. Let us see no one as undeserving. Let us begin to change the noon sphere, the mimi of fear, judgment, 
condemnation to love, love, love. I will not be here next week and I will not be here the week after. I will be with family. I will be thinking of all of you and I will be thinking of our circle of love. I will always be a part of it as are all of you. Until I see you next, please have a very, very pleasant holy season. As we move out from this year and into next, let us embrace love as our mantra. Peace be with you now and always. Remember, you are uniquely created, divinely inspired. Namaste, my friend. Peace be with you.